All right. Uh, hello, All-Star clients, and welcome to another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable presented by All-Star Veterinary Clinic, the podcast where you answer... Oh, sorry. The podcast where we answer your veterinary-related questions while also having some fun along the way. <gasps> if you enjoyed today's episode... Be sure to leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. It's greatly appreciated. Okay. On today's episode, we have myself, interim co-host and veterinary technician, Courtney Vaughn, head of surgery, Allie Cook, veterinary support specialist, Devin Fortune, and second interim co-host plus veterinary technician, Becca Kenny. <laughs> hey How's guys. everyone doing tonight? <laughs> we cool. didn't use the right last name for you. Oh, bring I recognition to our aesthetic. TikTok explosion. Oh, I was supposed to read that. We're doing great. We're fired. Well, you know what? Don't put it on the paper if you don't want it to be read. Okay, anyways, everyone good? Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, you all right, buddy? Anyway, our TikTok is blowing up, and we greatly appreciate it to all of our new followers and everyone that supports it. Um, and there's lots more to come. All right. And start off with the questions. Yeah, would you rather's? All right, um, Devin, would you rather <laughs> fight a bear or a puma? You know, I did some research on this <laughs> because I really didn't know. But apparently, pumas like to attack single, like small people or like just creatures. You know, and I really don't think I would stand a good chance against them. Um, so I'm gonna go with bear. Well, yeah, it's yeah. a good choice. Black bears specifically. Oh, why not a... <laughs> wow, she really did a they're research. Like, they're like the most timid, I guess. That's what Google says. Not a polar bear? Mm, maybe oh. a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wade would give up. He'd be like, I surrender. Who play me? Allie? Um, I'm going to go with bear. I don't know. I think of it kind of like a cow. You know, you just throw your hands up, make yourself bigger. Mm-hmm. But, you know. <laughs> That's a good theory. Except, have you ever seen The Revenant? Come on, no, guys. I haven't. Clearly. Oh, I haven't even heard of that. It is a woof. Also, the no, other no, no, animal no. that you said is He fast. literally gets mauled by a bear, and then he kills the bear and hides. And okay, but what were his tactics? What did I don't, he do? I, don't, I can't remember. I, it's Leonardo. You know Leo. He's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. They're a type of cat, right? What? Puma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Puma. That used to be my old It's not a puma. Puma. <laughs> or it's like, have, did you watch Hannah Montana? Rocky uh, like a puma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're showing our age. <laughs> um, I would rather fight a bear. I think pumas are a lot faster. Yeah. yeah I think I could sure. get away from a bear. That's my thought process. Yeah. And I love bears. And oh, I love bears. They're so bears cute. are cute. I think and I would tame it. And Chicago it bears. Pet. Go bears. Tame it. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a puma would be way too probably. I especially more intelligent because it's a type of cat too. Yeah, I feel like cats are also they're a predator. Mm-hmm. So they they isn't are. a bear a predator? I mean, so <laughs> like what else? What would like, fight a bear? What would eat a bear? Another another yeah. another yeah, bear? Yeah, like a grizzly and a black bear? I don't know. What's it? Oh, grizzlies a brown, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's brown. Oh, they're brown bears. What did he just I spit out? Know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. He, I don't know. Okay, looks anyway, like- <laughs> would you rather explore space or the ocean? Oh, easy. Ocean. Oh, yeah. Same. Oh. Same. Mm, okay. Space. 
<laughs> I, until like four years ago, wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, that's cute. But then I took AP physics and didn't Ew. do well. And that changed Whoa. my mind. <laughs> I could feel you on that. Physics was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, was... space kind of freaks me out. Like, why? It, every time I think about it, because it's space and it's like, but does the, it stop? Does like, it ever stop? That was not a g- scary. Okay, but also the ocean. How ocean doesn't stop either. Right. How much do we know about the ocean? Or how much do we not know about the ocean? We it's know like more 90 about space something than or 80 something percent. Oh, yeah. So much. But I, I love the ocean because I used to want to do what, what like, work about? with dolphins and Megalodons? stuff. Megalodons? What? Megalodons. The big sharks. Those giant sharks. Have you never seen that movie? Oh, come on. It was well, it didn't say week. how you had to explore. Isn't Shark Week this week? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, you're sitting on my foot. Yes, it is. Um, we, I love Shark Week. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. It's cool. Um, and like so many planes have gone missing in the ocean. Yeah, because they get eaten. Bermuda Triangle. Oh, oh, they get sucked in. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to Wait, what's, the questions. Never mind. I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay, so everyone's ocean and then Devin space. Yes. Cool Just name. Hey, at least I'm not in Grace. This scrubs. is a no. It's a judge free zone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what she said. She said, at least I'm not in Grace. Scrubs. <laughs> That's it. I quit. (laughs) I think this is my second time quitting today. (laughs) Devin with the zinger. (laughs) Okay. Watch yourself, girl. Ask the next question. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Would you rather remember everything you heard or everything you saw? Everything I saw. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) It's like mic check. Um, I would say heard. I feel like I'm. Against everyone else's opinions, so I would say heard. I mean, originally I had thought heard, but I feel like I hear a lot of bad things. So, but then like in school, you can remember what the teacher always says, and you don't have to study. Yeah, but that's school. Ew. True. He's gonna mess up your microphone. <laughs> He's like yep, ASMR. there it goes. <laughs> Wait. Hey, buddy. I, I need you to get down. Okay, thank you. Wait. Says no. hi, no. mom. Here I come. No. <laughs> thank you. No. Okay. <laughs> On to the wait. Did we all answer? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you're saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're the oddball out again, but it's okay. It's okay. We need diversity. Okay, <laughs> case collections. So we all need to share an interesting case that we have recently encountered and just talk about it. All right. So whoever wants to Allie? go first. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I can't remember the patient's name, but we've had two cats that have had some type of wound. And so they actually had like a worm type creature, which is called a cuterebra or a bot fly. Well, they're from bot flies. Wait. And so what happens is they burrow into the wound and feed off the flesh. And so we've had two of those and we have not had those in a very, very long time. And we've had two in the last couple of weeks. So it's really cool. I have pictures, videos. Mm-hmm. It's on our TikTok, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll get very excited about that kind of stuff. It's yeah, gross, it was very, very cool to see. I posted on like my Instagram and everyone's like, "What is mm-hmm. that?" I'm like, <laughs> "It's awesome." They're very cool. Okay, I can go. Um, so I had a cat. She was older. Um, she originally came in and was not eating and didn't feel well and was vomiting, um, just not doing great. Um, and so when we did blood work, um, her liver values were not great. Um, and her skin had a yellow tint to it. Um, and so did her, the whites of her eyes and stuff like that. Um, which is icteric. Yeah. Jaundice. Or jaundice. Yeah. Well, and icteric. icteric is the blood. Yeah. Um, but the yellow, t- uh, tint is called jaundice. Um, 
And so she hadn't been eating for a long time and she lost a lot of weight. So what we had to do was place a feeding tube um, in order for her to get the right nutrients she needed. Um, so we did that. She stayed in hospital for about a week so we could keep her on fluids. And we had to give her medications through the feeding tube or through her IV catheter um, because she wasn't eating. So she wouldn't take anything by mouth. Um, so we did that. So after a week, we sent her home. We taught the owner how to do how to work the feeding tube and her schedule and her meds and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she started eating a little bit on her own. And then the cat decided to take her own feeding tube out. She ripped it out when the owner wasn't watching. Um, so she got that out. But by the time that happened, she was doing better. So she was eating. And then a couple months later, she had a little bit another bout of GI upset. But that was um, easily treated. She did really, really well. Um, oh, and then one thing I forgot. when she Right when she got the feeding tube out, she came in because the owner was nervous and thought she needed it back in and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she came back in, and we noticed that her jaw looked a little weird, and she was painful, and she had actually subluxated her jaw. How? Even though she wasn't how? eating orally. No. So it Don't just... know. But she got better. Um, and then she had the bout of GI upset, um, bounced back from that, and then it kind of happened a little bit again about a month ago. Um, and then a few weeks ago, she presented almost the same. She wasn't eating great. Um, and then she actually had blood in her stools, which was different than last time. So we tried conservative treatment, and that didn't really work. Um, and then she came in for an abdominal ultrasound, and we found a mass. So she ended up, um, we ended up euthanizing her for cancer. But she just beat all that stuff, and then cancer is what took her away. So, but she was an awesome cat, and her owner is one of the most amazing people ever. So, oh, she had a good man. mama and a good family. Yeah, that's, so that's it's crazy. Really, yeah, especially when you see those patients that often. You get very attached. So was and, she hepatic lipidosis? Yeah. Okay. And then she had a couple other weird values, but that was the biggest one. Yeah. But she will be missed. She was an awesome, awesome cat. She was definitely a fighter, for sure. Mm-hmm. And everyone loved her. Everyone knew who she was. But yeah, she <laughs> fought hard. Wasn't she kind of mean, too? No. She's the sweetest cat in the world. You Wait, can do anything you want to her. Who was the one we always had to sedate to do an ultrasound? Was a boy gipper mm, i don't know uh i have a couple cats so yeah the greatest <laughs> <laughs> i just don't like the vet no <laughs> okay whoever wants to go next um so i had this husky come in for lethargy and trouble breathing mm-hmm. um so we did a bunch of testing and considered him a possible lepto suspect um And then we scheduled him to come back the next day for some more testing. And he ended up dying overnight, actually. Um, So we think maybe, like, cancer or, like you said, extreme pneumonia. Oh, pneumonia, yeah. Severe pneumonia, yeah. Can you elaborate a little on lepto? Do you need us to? Um, I know it's bacteria spread through the urine. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get it from standing water. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Good job. Yep. Perfect. That's a perfect yeah. explanation. The full term is leptospirosis, but so I recommend vaccinating. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. They like texted us that they were here. And like, by the way, he passed overnight. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I'm we so saw him sorry. the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, Dudley said his lungs. Mm-hmm. He had looked, pneumonia. Yeah, you said he had pneumonia. Right? Yeah, that yeah. is. It was either pneumonia or cancer. Mm-hmm. And I think originally they thought plasto, but. Yeah, this is all in like. The span of a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it happened really fast. That's crazy. Shows you how fast diseases can process. Um. So my case is, uh, it's about a greyhound. 
um, named Dakota, and she had a um, soft tissue sarcoma removed um, right above her right hip, and it was about the size of a grapefruit, so it was pretty big. Um, and Dr. Dudley removed it and was able to close the wound by kind of stretching out the skin in the area. Um, but unfortunately, the owners um, came back with a picture that showed that the skin covering the wound was black and necrotic. Mm. So uh, unfortunately, we had to go back in and uh, take that dead skin and tissue off and leave the wound open. And from there on, it was up to the owners to take care of it by bandaging and what's called hydrotherapy. Um, and I have updated pictures. The owners have updated us almost pretty much every day of how well the wound is healed. Um, but the wound is healing really, really well. Um, and you can tell by the pictures when we'll show them. Uh, but moral of the story is, is when you notice a bump, just get it checked right away because mm. those things grow like crazy. And um, she's doing both. The The dog's doing great. Um, but, yeah, if you notice a bump, just call us. Mm-hmm. Let us know so we can check it out so it doesn't grow. But in those cases, it's also really helpful when the owner's compliant. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, owners shout out to awesome. those owners. Yes, yeah. the they owners are wonderful. doing an incredible job of mm-hmm. taking care of her, being a jing, hydrotherapy. I mean, it's, it is a, a – my parents job. had to do it with moose, and it is not fun. No. So um, the owners have done an incredible job, and – um, hopefully for the next couple of weeks it'll be closed. Nice. Cool. Okay. Wade, do you have a case? You're a case mm-hmm. in itself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, case collection. Lemon. Yeah. Wade the lemon. Yeah. Okay. On to the next section of our podcast. I can't get over how big his dad was. <laughs> he is huge. Wade's, Wade's father came in today. <laughs> yes, his dad was here. Yes, he is so big. See where you get your nice looks He's from. Like Wade. Eighty-two <laughs> pounds, and Wade's sixty. Well, Wade's a little special. Yes, <laughs> that's okay. Wade should be your case. Uh, You're right. We already did it. Well, he has a video, whole Facebook though. video. Yeah. Of him. <laughs> if you want to check that out, it's on our Facebook yeah, page. <laughs> that's Wade. <laughs> okay. On to the next. So these are would you rather. Oh, no, we already did those. Mm-mm. Listener questions. <laughs> okay, this is a follow-up question from last week's podcast. Um, and somebody asked, what about grades for getting an internship or regis- residency? <laughs> and that came from. Madam Bramcracker? Bram yeah. Madam Bram Cracker. Okay. I didn't want to butcher it for some. Okay. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> is it supposed to be Graham or Bram? I don't know. Well, it says Bram. Okay. We'll go with that. Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, grades are important. Grades are usually always important. You want to do well in school. I would say grades and then just having a background um, of like working, if you like say you went going to veterinary medicine, having a background of working with animals somehow, volunteering. Um, of, of having just like a resume of saying, hey, I volunteered here, um, I worked here, just experience. Mm-hmm. I say it has a lot to do with uh, what they look at. Mm-hmm. Like I said, grades are usually important too. and um, But experience is also another mm-hmm. um, good thing to have, especially when you're applying to like schools and stuff like that. I definitely think for like the internship aspect or externship or what trying to get into a clinic, I think that they look more experience Mm -hmm. rather than grades. Like if you're trying to get into like 
because there's two parts of vet school or whatever. If you're trying to get into school, grades are important, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, grades are always important, like she said, in, like, school, you want to have good grades. But getting into, like, the real world, I think experience and background is more important to whoever's hiring you. I know for me, I did J. Everett Light down at North Central this past school year, and um, when it came time for internships, we just had to be passing the class, which I think is like a C or above. Oh, most that's classes. nice. So there were actually quite a few people who didn't pass the class and oh, we couldn't go out. That's so, unfortunate. Yeah, just pass the class. Yeah. You <laughs> just got to try hard. Yeah. I mean, focus. I mean, pay attention. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all about effort, too. I mean, teachers want you to succeed, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you need help, always reach out. That's for sure. I know I had to a lot. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we hit that one pretty well. Yeah. All right. So we have two questions um, from... Are these from the same people? Both of these questions? Okay. At... Okay. Shugsan? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Shugsan? Yeah, maybe. One of those. Whoever you are. Hello. Um, all right. First question. Do poison ivy and poison oak affect dogs like they do with us? Us as in humans. Yes. Unless you're not human. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, they do. Right? No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they, no, no their fur is a barrier, so the oils of the plant can't get in contact. Now, there are rare cases where if the pet has short hair or thinning yeah. of hair, that they can break out in a rash, but it is very uncommon. Mm-hmm. For I was gonna say, to happen. Uh, Leonard broke out into a rash because of. But he has bull. a yeah he has a I'm just pit bull. Uh, and doesn't have that fur sensitive. barrier, so he's the oil was able bull? to penetrate. His uh, he's skin. a pit bull. Oh, he's well, a pit we, bull mix. Yeah, we don't like she was saying. We don't like if an owner calls and they're like, "Hey, my dog has a rash. Poison ivy is not the f- first thing we're thinking of." Like you're thinking of like allergies or some other. Oh kind of well, yeah. Like, Unless they like yeah. know for a fact they came in contact with poison ivy. Like I know for a fact Leonard did because it was in our backyard and he had yeah. a horrible rash. Yeah, which like she said, it just depends on the hair. It's just like so not the hairier the common. dog, the better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I thought they did just because Leonard did. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends on the dog, but it's definitely not like one of our things that we're like, oh, you got to be careful. Like right, right, right. right. Well, I would common. be careful if your dog yeah. gets some poison ivy well, yeah. and the oils get on you. Then yeah. That could be a problem. They can give it to you, the owner. <laughs> if they're carrying it on their fur. Yeah, we had it in our, growing on our fence near the tree. And, uh, did you get it taken care of? Yeah. What? Did, um, what's your dog's name? Leonard. Did Leonard have to wear a cone? <laughs> no. No, I just brought him in, and we gave him a Benadryl shot and put him on some, like, hydrocortisone cream, and he was fine. I just felt, wonder what would happen if he, like, licked it, and then it, like, could get on his tongue or like anything. Oh, uh, mm. no, he w- didn't really lick it. It was more scratching than anything. If they licked it, would it get on their tongue? I don't know. Could it live on their tongue? Their tongue's know. wet, though, so I feel like it wouldn't. That's our homework for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, dogs get poison ivy on the tongue. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awful. Like, he had a horrible, horrible rash on his side. I was Ooh. like, what in the world? Oh, that's a different question. Ingestion of poison ivy or just bumping up against it? Well, I feel like you're My like dog got poison ivy in its intestine. Your stomach acid would definitely destroy it. Well, yeah. You have it on the way down. Oh, stomach acid. Imagine like an itchy throat. That happens to me on a daily. Or in the mouth. Or like animals. Poison ivy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere, honestly. Interesting homework. Food for thought. I mean, I didn't know that the longer hair, the better. So there you go. You learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Loner doesn't have long enough hair. <laughs> 
Yeah. Poor <laughs> He's fine. Barrel <laughs> dummy. Okay. When should you use a probiotic supplement for dogs and what is the best option? Um, I mean, I would say if they're eating and everything's fu- like eating normally, but they're constantly having like defecation issues. So whether that be diarrhea, loose stools, or not going as often as they should, um, be having being constipated, um, then I definitely would implement some sort of probiotic. Um, just because their gut health, they, clearly the bacteria in their gut isn't doing its job, and it's not. Um, what's that called? It's not breaking up the food particles and like it's supposed to, which is causing either the constipation or the loose stool or diarrhea. Yeah. The probiotic just raises the good bacteria in the gut. Yeah. It just allows for that, gives their gut a little help Mm -hmm. as far as digestion goes. I don't always say, to always consult your veterinarian because they know your pet, they know their history, just in case you never want to give something to your pet without consulting Mm -hmm. first. Because it could be a different issue Mm -hmm. than what you think it might be. There's lots and lots and lots of GI things it could be yeah there's so many gi issues just go down through the list yeah for like she said consult your veterinarian so if you think your dog's having some kind of gi thing don't just go and buy ideally don't go and buy a random something that says probiotic of like mm-hmm. an amazon or something because you don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to help might not be the right dosing for your dog you don't know other products coming from so that's a big thing too yeah you don't want to yeah. just go buy random. a random probiotic because I mean, there are brands we recommend, but yeah, no, we, it's also just not s- necessarily safe to just go buy something random. Do we use Fortiflora? Fortiflora. That um, that's the Purina one. I think that's yeah, the one that's say, recommended. Some. Mm-hmm. Wait, don't we have like Proviable? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Proviable is a good one. We have one other one. Uh, Propectolin. Yep. Oh, that's a probiotic. I thought it was an anti-diarrheal. Well, it helps with like you can like use it for that. Oh, reason. gotcha, gotcha. It's like a shorter term one. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're done. <laughs> well, it's his outro. Yeah, we're done. Outro. Is- uh, no, do I say that? I don't care. Oh, <laughs> go <God>. for it. <laughs> well, I did the intro. Might as well do the outro. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Remember, send in those questions and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at All Star Veterinary Clinic. If you enjoyed this episode or a previous episode, leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. We'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.